Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. On tonight's extra spicy cryptid-filled episode, the gang shows off their new toys in new and interesting ways. Leonard decimates a cryptid population, Liv causes pain, and Marcy and Cass help clean up the mess. Afterwards, they earn their last few allies and prepare to take back Brooklyn. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Episode 30, The Beaver Island Beatdown. Are Sasquatches considered animals? Uh, yeah, actually they are. Cool, I've got no problem. I guess if it's to save the Hodag, and it's the last Hodags, then we can. There's other Sasquatches. Does Jeff seem apprehensive when all these other goons come into his cave? No, Jeff kind of, Jeff Hodag kind of figures that, uh, you all are, uh, we have an understanding. there to help, yeah. So looking down from the ceiling of the cave... Lenny's gonna retrieve his sword. Well, if it can't be helped, I'm ready to go. Okay, um, I'm gonna give the description of the sword as it appears out of elsewhere. This Grand Diclave is a massive, unwieldy, two-handed sword that must weigh at least a ton by looking at it. But in Leonard's hands, it seems appropriate and sized for just him. Uh, the hilt holds in it most of the magic, while the blade, new to the world, shrinks of the essence around it, hoping to one day taste the blood of a god. The blade itself is easily ten feet long, with a golden orichalcum edge. The rest of the blade that gives it the the weight it seems uh, seems to be made of an unknown steel alloy. And the name of this thing is the first blade to pierce the heavens and make all equal beneath the blue sky, Titan Slayer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so ready. I guess Marcy's going to finish jotting down any notes that she wants to take and then put everything away and grab her shotgun off her back. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Are you guys ready to test out these artifacts? Okay. So if you guys could please roll initiative for me, um, if your weapon has something on it that or your artifact has something on it that gives you bonuses or takes away from initiative, that is considered an automatic success. Gotcha, gotcha. So in the case of... My thing. Mine's yeah, so automatic, we, minus one. Yes. And it's a D10 plus wits, right? D10 plus wits and alertness. And you said our, our pluses to our, our minuses to our initiative are just flat? They're not actual Yeah, hits. yeah, yeah, they're an autom- they're uh, Yeah, they're a flat, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 11. And mine is 22. Is yours doubled? Yeah, because I got lightning fast. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I had the perfect thing to use for this fight, and I can't because I'm not going first. The funny thing is, even if I rolled maxed, I still wouldn't go before Lenny. Yeah, lightning fast is kind of stupid. I love it. Yeah, I have plus nine because of bullshit. Hey, Brendan, when you get a chance, I have a question. Is that Jeff's? That is, in fact, Jeff. What question is that? Is my shotgun already loaded? Oh yeah, most definitely. Why would you carry around an unloaded shotgun this whole time? Look, I just wanted to make sure. Because carrying around an unloaded shotgun is proper gun safety until you're ready to use it. You also have to carry it over your shoulder if you're doing that, and you have to carry around a shotgun in public. 
This is magic. I mean, I don't have to carry it. I can store it in elsewhere if I wanted to. Yep. As long as you keep your booger hook off the bang switch, we'll be fine. Wow. Okay, so the the initiative is going to be Leonard at 22, Jeff Hodag at 16, Cass at 14, Liv at 11, the, Sas- the Sasquatch leader at 11, Marcy at 7, and then the Sasquatch battle group at 5. Oof. For ideas of positioning, for the record here, um, the Sasquatch battle group is coming up, and then the Sasquatch leader is behind the battle group. So to get to the Sasquatch leader, you you would have to either find a way around the battle group or get through it. How far behind him is he? Far enough that it's a problem. Is it greater than 200 yards? Um, no. Then it's not far enough that it's a problem. <laughs> but that would involve the, uh, the these guys making it to within 200 yards of where you are at the cave. Yeah. Like, they're still marching up. So... Uh, Lenny, you go first in initiative. Well, since they are still marching up, um, did you put a range on my thingy thing? Is it on the football one? Yeah, on Hail Mary. I did did not. On purpose. Oh. Well, I trust you, uh... Uh, what did I'm gonna have for that, since this is a more open area than I expected it to, uh, originally be used in? I'm going to say make me a strength and athletics roll, and I'll let you know if you can make it, at our, and let me know how far you want it to go. Absolutely. Um, from my vantage point at the top of the cave ceiling, can I see them approaching? Yes, you can. All right. I'm going to attempt to throw my sword at the guy, and then depending on my uh, roll, I'll describe, like, if it's a success, then I'll continue to describe the uh, attack of it. Okay, at the leader or at the battle group? At the leader. Like, okay. throw it over their heads. No. Lenny uh, looks at everybody. Well, I trust y'all can take care of the uh, goons. I'm going to go for the big guy and just throws his sword as far as he can in the air. And then from the top is going to chop down. I hope that makes sense. Wait, like you're going to like toss it up, like diagonally up into the air and then try and like chop down like at the guy? Yeah. Okay. That way when my, uh, when my, uh, heaven thunder hammer technique activates, it's pushing him into the ground rather than back. Okay. Uh, roll me it and I'll let you know how, if you can make it that far. Six. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you two options here, Cody. You can either come down on the battle group this turn and start and start swinging or we can treat this like the jump action from like a that like a dragoon can do in a final fantasy game and basically next turn you're going to come down on the leader ooh you know what with with me having a ready in eight directions it actually probably makes more sense for me to come down on the battle group and then let everybody else take the leader so i'll go okay. with number 1 Okay, you uh, you toss the uh, you all watch uh, Leonard toss the toss his grand diclave into the air, and then in a flash of golden energy, he disappears and reappears holding the weapon above the battle group of thirty Sasquatches and comes down on them. Cody, if you could please give me a uh, 
strength and melee roll. And since you're coming down on them, I'm going to give you an automatic uh, three successes because they are not expecting any of this. I'm also going to excellence it. Oh, I figured. I, I figured this. I figured this is going to get fucking goofy. Yeah, and that'll pop me into flaring. Oh, I see. We're both going to flare. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I use my strength and melee for this? Yeah, I'm going to have you use strength and melee because it's a two-handed weapon. Beautiful. If you were doing like a finesse weapon, like like a one-handed sword or something, I'd have you use dex. Gotcha. I thought all swords were dex. They normally are, but I don't. I feel like that rule like doesn't make a whole lot of sense for this, especially after that we tried it with your vampire game a couple months ago. I am gonna have that rule for actual exalted though, because numbers will get funny if I start fucking with that system. Go, Tyler. Tyler, you take your fucking curse back. Damn. No way, shit, Tyler. Do you see this fucking curse? Wow. I mean, I think so. no. No, you're still positive. Uh, well, I might be positive, but. I'm going to be extra positive and use my animal power to re-roll that. That's a little better. I count 12 successes plus the extra three that I gave you, which would uh, put you at 15. Yeah. So as a battle group, I'm guessing it's uh, like attacking the group counts as attacking all of them. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're going to put up weapons to try and parry you, um, basically just to try and uh, lower your number down, basically. Yeah. So... After catching his sword in midair and dropping into the middle of this uh, group of Sasquatches, unleashing a epic shockwave, Lenny begins uh, slicing and dicing into anybody he can get his hands on. Oh, Cody, I do have a real quick question for you. Did you add your accuracy into that? I did it. Yeah, roll, roll me your add your accuracy into that, too. Accuracy is... Is that just base additional successes, or... Uh, no, it is a- extra dice, so it's an extra two dice. Oh, extra two dice. Yeah. At least yeah. it wasn't once. Yeah. Okay, let's see what they can do. Uh, minus four dice from them, from, from you, so, uh, that's, uh, so you're at your strength plus damage of the weapon, uh, plus 11. Dope. I've got seven. Wait, how do you have seven? I, I thought I counted nine. It's difficulty six, right? Yeah, but you're doing a damage roll, so ones don't count, but also tens don't count as two. Oh, right. I was counting tens and ones. Yeah, so actually uh, eight damage is what you do to this battle group. Yeah. You manage to slice through quite a few of the Sasquatches. Oh, it's actually 16. Oh, okay. You manage to slice through a lot more of the Sasquatches. Also, that's at least two damage, so... uh... 50 yards. Do they all just... Okay. Oh, this is gonna get uh, wonky. Oh, boy. We're officially into Dragon Ball Z, guys. Oh, I'm about to activate some stuff on my turn, too. It's gonna get weird. Cast your own cleanup. Okay, um... Let me see what they soak out of this, okay? They're cryptid, so they have a little bit of uh, extra soak. Plus, you know, they're a battle group. Yeah. Uh, they managed to soak 11 damage. Because, oh. because soak actually rolls like a normal roll. Yeah. So that means they only take 11 or no, uh, not not 11. They take eight, right? No, no wait, seven, 16. So, yeah, so they take seven. That's still OK. And then they get flung away. Yeah. Um, wait, how much damage did you do, Cody? Uh, seven plus. Wait, no, that was you did 16 damage. damage. And, and if they yeah. soaked 11 of it, they'd only take five. Yeah. OK. Yeah. 
that that's still quite a lot of damage to do to these primitive human beings. Or I'm sorry, prim- primitive animals. They're not they're not human, Cody. You're, you're they're not human. They're definitely not human. Um, okay, so they go flying. Um, shit, I'm trying to think of what the fuck that would even look like with a battle group going flying. I imagine bowling pins, but getting shot backwards. You ever play the Dynasty Warriors game? Yeah, okay. They fucking muso out of there. They just kind of like all start like flipping in the air and like fall down and a few of them don't get back up. Anything else, Cody? I think that's all I get. Uh, something, something, quip. You all should really make better life decisions before you choose murdering your own kind. Man, I thought that you were going to ask them to give you back your beef jerky. Nah, that's for later. That's for the big one. Papa Squatch. Papa, <laughs> I don't, I don't like these words being put together, bud. Next on initiative is Jeff Hodag. Jeff Hodag takes a rumbling step out through the cave and lets out a roar of Hodag. Brendan, what's a roar of Hodag sound like? I gotta know. Oh yeah. I want you to know. All Brendan screamed over here was Hodag. Wouldn't have it any other way. Beautiful. Oh. Jeff Hodag comes out and seeing the destruction that uh, that Leonard is causing, decides to go for a frolicking uh, stroll through the Sasquatches. It is going to make a claw attack and then a tail lash attack. Four to hit with its claws. That's not great on 15d10. I mean, it's still then, better than... Let's see, I need to see if they can dodge at all or parry it. Oh, just be- <laughs> Ho- Jeff Hodag gets a threshold of one. Deals nine damage. That's right, Jeff. Show them the power of the true Wisconsin maiden. And they soak six of it, so they take three lethal damage as the Hodag's claw rips through it and uh, takes one of them down. Or t- yeah, takes one of them down. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to bother with the tail lash because that'll uh, slow things down here. And I want you guys to shine. But the Hodag lets out a roar of Hodag. Next up is Cass at fourteen. All right, so. <laughs> I've already used an essence to do uh, my holistic bullet method. I'm also going to drop an essence to do warrior and drop an essence and a willpower to invoke essence of violent burr for firearms, which... uh, Double your firearms. Yep. And my... All, lowers the difficulty of all actions using that ability by minus two. Oh boy. Now, so dumb. Now, I also get plus two to my accuracy when using finger guns or bow because of my armor. So is that plus two dice, I assume? Plus two dice. Okay. And because I spent all that essence, I have spent three, which means my animal flares. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk out, I assume it's sunlight out, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk out, close my eyes, and when I open them, it looks like a starry night sky on there, and you can kind of see the planets rotating in it. And then cards start to spin around me, like a pan- planetary orbiting. And they flip side to side, kind of the description I've given before, between playing cards and tarot cards. I'm going to aim my bow at the leader and pull one of the cards and turn it into an arrow and fire at him. You know what? I love that. Anime. I mean, I can 
pull sunlight. So I could have done sunlight also, but I thought the playing cards would be kind of cool from my own anima banner. <laughs> Your own out. anime banner? I have to figure out what I actually roll now. Okay. You just roll all of the dice. Okay, so my firearms is doubled. So that gives me, because my firearms is still only four right now. So that's eight plus deck, so that's 13. Uh, yeah, that looks right. 13 and then plus two, I think, for my weapon. Yeah, so I'm firing 15 every round because I have warrior activated. That's ridiculous. And it's at a minus two difficulty to whatever the difficulty is to hit these things. So a six. So I have to roll fours and above then. Correct. I see an eight. Oh, wait, no, no, that would be actually more, wouldn't it? Because it's four. I see ten. Because if I just have to roll a four and only have one one. So ten to hit. Okay. This thing is going to make a weird roll as that you do this. Oh, no. All right, so it got one success on its thing. So, Cass, as that you do that, and the uh, the essence and everything, uh, uh, or the card of your anima, uh, is put into the bowstring and fires off. You can see this thing uh, raises its staff and prepares for the oncoming assault, and the card is briefly, very briefly, halted by a barrier that is erected. And then pierces through it and uh, hits this thing. Uh, It tried to magic its way out of it. Got it. Um, So you would remove uh, two successes from that. Okay, so it would be eight successes then. I'm not sure, because I know usually I I use my finger guns, which are considered light pistols. So I don't know what I would add to this. Um, I'm going to say that it is a, let's see, light pistols are damage four, right? Uh, yeah, damage four. Okay, I'm going to say that this is between a light pistol and a uh, and a revolver, so I'm going to say this is a damage five. Okay, so so then it'd be eight dice, five, so 15? Yep. Okay. I see six. Same. Not bad. I'm going to see if it can soak. Well, it looks like it did. Almost. Uh, it soaked uh, half of it. So it took three. Uh, the card arrow pierces through one of its arms, and it lets out a... Uh, savage growl as the uh, as the thing pierces through and it just kind of uh, stares you down with semi-intelligence in its eyes. Give us Hodag. We demand Hodag. Come and get him. It causes a frenzy among the rest of the Sasquatches. Aren't they like 50 feet back or something? Uh, yeah, they are, but it's, uh, they're figuring it out. Okay, so next up is Liv. What is Liv going to do? So there are Goon Sasquatches and Big Boy Sasquatch left, right? Correct. Taking on large groups of enemies at one time is not my forte. Uh, how far away is Leader Sasquatch? All the way in the back? Uh, yeah, all the way in the back. You'd have to start running to get him, um, or you would have to, uh, or you'd have to start throwing, like, ranged weapons. <laughs> But you can get to the okay. uh, the group of them uh, this turn and attack. Weird question. Do I know any Sasquatch lore for being a son of Wisconsin and having five in a cult? Um, what kind of relevant Sasquatch lore do you want? Well, particularly things that they're weak, weak against or, or, or are upset by. 
I'm going to go with no, but that's mostly because Brendan doesn't know a whole lot of Sasquatch lore. If Brent wants to fill something in, I will just let you have it as this is now uh, as this is now cryptid corner with Brent. I'm sorry, what was the question? Do Sasquatches have anything that upsets them or any known weaknesses? Uh, not that I'm aware of, other than they're just really good at hiding. Um, they eat meat from everything I've read and heard. Um, and there are rumors that some people believe that they are interdimensional beings and can phase in and out of a dimension at any given point. If you want Terrifying. to go by a cyberpunk 2077, uh, their weakness is thermal damage and they're resistant yeah. to electrical damage. Yeah, I was going to say it a lot of things, they don't like fire. It does make sense that they wouldn't like fire because they're mainly found mainly found in like colder regions and they're very I don't want to say ape-like but primitive so fire would be too warm or too hot. Think like caveman but not quite. Is that relevant, Brendan? Yeah, uh, I would definitely say that fire is a weakness and uh, I'm going to let you know that the battle group can't interdimensionally travel but that leader might be able to. That's fine. I want to get a little spicy here, if I may. Oh, I am all here for the spice. Uh, how does one throw a weapon? Uh, usually strength and athletics. Excellent. I want to use one of my one of my new the powers of my new toy, but this also depends on how how this depends on you a little bit. Mystery needle. Oh no! Is the, the syringe? Huh? I knew you were going to use that. I am now. Question. Are the, is the needle bound by the laws of, like, what a normal syringe would be bound by? What do you mean by this? Like, uh, like aerodynamics? Is it just made or of, like, like, normal glass? Yeah, kinda. Uh, no, obviously, no, it's made of soul seal. Give me two seconds. So what is his actual item? Is it a syringe, or is it just the toolkit? It's the, uh, necrosurgeon's panoply, so it's a toolkit. Okay. Alright, Brendan. Bear with me here. I would like to use, spend one essence from the necrosurgeon's panoply and summon, with ma- mystery needle, a syringe full of liquid tungsten. Alright, I'm gonna go and look up the boiling point of tungsten and be terrified. I have it right here. I? It's 6,192 degrees Fahrenheit. What the fuck? I mean, Soul Steel will hold that, I'll let you know, because Soul Steel is a fucking magical material, but holy shit. Yeah, tungsten is the highest melting point me- uh, metal known to man. Uh, and then I chuck it. At the big, big bo- at the big boy Sasquatch, right in his—I don't know—right in an eyeball. That sounds nice. All right, uh, don't botch. I'm gonna spend an essence to to use all coin to plan and use my academics instead of my actual throwing ability. Okay, so it's uh, strength and academics. Don't botch. Okay. Oh, and technically, you've spent uh, three essence now, like in this scene. The essence, the essence for Mister Needle is from the, uh, is from the. Oh item, yeah, you're right. Me. You're right. You are also allowed to spend your own, uh... Oops. A whole one success. I wow. hate this dice roller so goddamn much. Well, at least you it just, didn't It botch. loves just shitting on my day. At least you didn't botch. Okay. Boy, oh, I can't imagine that a Sasquatch would expect somebody to sling a syringe at them from, like, 30 yards away. Oh, you're right. Um, it's just a matter of, like, that doesn't really... I'm gonna roll some dice. And then we'll see what happens. Okay. But for... For... If if I may describe this for a second, Liv, like, calmly opens his roll of tools and takes out an empty syringe and, like, does that thing where you, like, flick the end of a syringe, you know? 
and uh, an amalgamation of like dark purple and black shadow overcomes it, and then it just glows like white hot as that fades away as it's full of liquid metal. Um, can I uh, make a suggestion to you here? Yeah, man. You didn't include your accuracy bonus. You're right. What is that? Uh, plus three. This is technically an attack, even if it's a throne attack. So you would add three dice. Hey! Hey, there we go. That turns it into four successes, which I am totally willing to believe that that could make it through the battle group. Let me see if this motherfucker can dodge, which considering that he's been attacked like what? At least once now and has been hit and hurt. Oh, I got real excited there and then I didn't. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm be real. Um, unless, of course, this thing was exalted. I don't think it should be able to soak it like. This is the exact kind of weirdness that I love building support shit for, but also the exact kind of terrifying thing about building support shit like this. Roll me 20d10 for uh, for damage as the needle hits this thing. There we go. There's some good numbers. I count nine damage. Don't double for damage, right? Correct, but ones also don't take away. Yeah, nine. Um, you hit this thing right in the arm, and as that as that it is stopped, and the plunger on the needle almost automatically comes down and the molten tungsten comes out and basically rapidly cools in the air. This thing begins (laughs) as the thing's uh, arm is more or less evaporated in the hottest thing on Earth as the tungsten rapidly cools and solidifies onto the ground. It is still up, but barely. I don't feel good about this. I feel great about it. Brendan, I think, is laughing over here. I also do not feel good about this. It's a little cruel. You couldn't have put it out of its misery? No. (laughs) I tried my best to kill it in one go. You were like one health level off. Sorry. Are you done, Tyler? I reckon. Torturing this thing? Look, man. <laughs> My turn. Are you going to put the big Sasquatch out of its misery? I'm going to try. We'll see what happens. Uh, since we're sticking with the theme of just burning it to death, I'm going to reach up towards the sun and actually pull down a sunbeam, line it in my arrow, and shoot it at it. Go ahead and roll. Enjoy the sun, motherfucker. Here comes the sun. Dude, Oh shit, I got four successes to dodge on two dice. That's oh, actually really awesome. From being... So I got all those fives, but I only have... I got all those fives, but I only have to do four to hit. I got I 13. 14. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't count that one. Yeah, you got 13, so minus it's four, so you got a uh, threshold of nine. Uh, plus five for damage from the sun, from the arrow thing. So, 14 dice. Correct. I think that's more than one. Are you sure? I mean, it looks like nine, but is nine really more than one? It is most certainly more than one. Uh, let me just roll it soak just to make sure. You never know. It it technically has a chance. It's a very low chance, but it technically has a chance. That's what I'm saying. You never know. I've seen some weird stuff. I really hope it doesn't soak all of it. I mean, it manages to soak four of it. But that's not enough. So, Christina, how do you want to kill it? Uh, like I said, I'm shooting a sunbeam at it. I'm going to have it... Because it's the sun and it's hot. 
I'm basically to put it out of its misery and just shoot the sunbeam right through its head and through and through. And it's just going to cauterize it as it passes through. Okay. It goes right through its head. The thing falls uh, limply to its knees, but is propped up as the molten tungsten uh, melds into it uh, on the ground near it. And it will forever look like that unless, of course, someone messes with its corpse. Next up was supposed to be the Sasquatch leader, but he dead. So it's Marcy. Marcy's. Marcy just looks horrified. Is that all? We're in the business of killing guys. No, you, like you gotta, you gotta get a stronger stomach. Like she's gonna, she's gonna attack, but that was horrifying. I'm glad I didn't pick up like nature or wildlife as any of my intimacies. I was putting it out of its misery after what happened to it. So important question: Where are all of my friendos in uh, reference to the remaining Sasquatch battle brigade? Let's see. Uh, Lenny's in the middle of a bunch that got thrown thrown away. Some of the Sasquatches are uh, near the cave. Some of them are closer to the Hodag, and some of them are back near where the, their leader was. They all got kind of scattered in all directions. Cass is near the cave, I assume. Yeah, I'm right outside of it. Basically, the, uh, the, the Sasquatch battle group, if you target just a couple of them, like it'll hit all of them technically because they all have a like the same character sheet okay i just want to make sure because the attack i would like to use uh, oh okay yeah okay okay i'm glad you're following since since you're attacking a battle group i will it uh they will basically provide cover for what you're doing uh in terms of uh lenny who is technically who would technically be the only target Okay, then I will uh, cock my uh, shotgun and I will walk out in front of Cass and spend an essence from the gun and uh, use the dragon side. The, uh, the weapon size out a gout of flame, much like a flamethrower. It says damage 12, aggravated, and auto hits the area and can hit multiple targets. Yep. Uh, so uh. you just roll 12 damage. It just sounds like a flamethrowing shotgun. It basically, I mean, isn't that what fire wands and dragon sai wands are? I mean, more or less, yeah. So am I rolling 12d10? Yep. I count 7 damage. And it's all aggravate. Well, so what does the damage twelve mean? Uh, that is the amount of dam- the damage dice that you roll. Okay, cool. So that's seven aggravated damage. Yeah, uh, they don't have anything to soak aggravated damage, so they just take seven damage. The Sasquatch Brigade is not looking good. There's a few of them left, but not many. Is that the end of your turn, uh, Britt? Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Marcy's just going to look very upset the entire time. I'm sorry I'm making you kill the Sasquatch, but it, but if it makes any any if but if it makes you feel any better, the Hodag does have a much better smile. Wait a second. It only makes me feel better because there are other Sasquatch in other states and the Hodag is the only one left yeah. as far as I'm aware. What if this is a battle for extinction? What if these are the last Sasquatch? 
And you just chose the hodag over them. You can't tell Brit these kinds of things. She loves cryptids. You can't tell Marcy these kinds of things. Marcy wouldn't be fighting. Liv, shame on you for your cruelty. Now watch as I set everyone else on fire. Listen, I you was act going like, You act like Liv and threw that needle intending to cause, like, just cause agony and not kill it. Liv was under the impression that fire kills Sasquatches, so he threw something really hot at Sasquatch to try and kill it. Something really hot and fire are two completely different things. Are they? Objectively, um, they're not. Fire is just air lava. And he didn't throw air lava. Christina, is that 15 fucking successes? 16. Oh, I'm sorry, I miscounted. Alright, let's see if they can dodge or whatever. If they were smart, they'd run away. It's not their turn yet. I, uh, third turn. Nope. Cool, so you said 16? Cool, yeah. so uh, what are you shooting them with this time? Um, hmm. I get so many options. Uh, a snowflake. Oh, yeah. It is. No, because the snow's not going to hurt them. It would be funny to, to throw snow like a shuriken, though. Um, Is there a rock nearby? Sure. Probably. We're in a cave. I mean, I'm right outside the cave. I'm just going to scoop up a rock real quick, shake the snow off, and just uh, put that through my bow so hopefully it'll hit them and shatter on impact and hit some of the other Sasquatch. Okay. You do it um, with 16 uh, threshold successes plus 5, so roll 21 damage dice. Hits just Yondu zero at this point. Oof. I mean, I rolled a lot of ones, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, but ones don't count against you in damage. I know, but they don't count to help. They're just there. You still rolled 10 fucking damage anyway. Yeah, I did. Okay. Let me see if they can maybe, I don't know, soak this or whatever. It's 10. They just have to roll perfect. It's fine. They most certainly do not. They soak one damage. And with that, with the uh, basically what ends up happening is I guess the rock hits the first guy and then shatters on its Sasquatch skull and then pings to the other ones. It's a big ping, Yeah, and then takes out, the, takes out the rest of the battle group. They don't even get a turn. Holy shit, I might have made really fucking broken ar artifacts. The only thing that artifact helped with was giving me plus two. Everything else is all my charms. I didn't even get to use yeah. the other two abilities on my gun. And to be fair, you could have told me in no, Tyler, you can't fill a syringe with liquid tungsten. I would have been like, okay, that's fair. I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm probably going to say no to it for the, for the next time you use it, if that's fair. I didn't realize how hot that tungsten was until you said it, and I went, oh no. It, yeah, I looked up the, mel the metal with the hottest melting point, no demand. So I'll try to turn it back next time. It's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so you guys take that, uh, take out the Sasquatches. Um, there's a bunch of corpses around here. You can now do things with. Do the hodag eat Sasquatch? Do they like this kind of meat? Because we not want not, I guess. The hodag does begin, besides a few of them, will begin collecting a few for meat. Brendan, do you want to do the, you want to do the thing? Do, do you want to do the thing? I kind of do, but I feel like it might not fit the mood. Um... So for the record, um, as you defeat the as you defeat the Sasquatches, 
you all can feel a sudden uh, restoration of balance to the world as the cryptid population has stopped its own internal warring. The, uh, the, sh the chakras of the world have been, uh, have been fixed. As we take out the last of the Sasquatch. As you take out the last of an invasive species of Sasquatch that was hunting down the native species of Rhinelander Hodag. Sasquatch are normally, like, you guys basically took down a bad tribe of Sasquatch. You did not kill off the last of the Sasquatch, I promise. They, they're all waiting for us in their other dimension, waiting to attack. Yes, exactly. Liv, uh, Liv walks up and, if allowed, pets Jeff Hodag, and uh, then turns around to look upon the corpses of the Sasquatch in thought. I already know where this is going. We can't really leave them here. Okay, what do you have in mind? Hmm. Lenny, can you do me a favor? I would say yes, but last time you asked me that question, it hurt. Can you explain no, 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 what the no. favor is this time? Sure. I need you to cut my arm off. Sure thing, bud. Good talk. And Liv, like, lays down. <laughs> can uh, you do it? <laughs> yeah, Lenny sets up his, uh... Like, That's a way easier I thought it would be. Sets his dagclave at a, uh... Angle, kind of like, uh those paper slicers. Now, you gonna be okay, right, Liv? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. And then he just lets go of the sword and lets the weight do the work. Uh, Liv, you have uh, about a ton worth of metal, uh, sharpened magical metal, come down and slice through. For the record, as it does this, you all can see a little bit of the orichalcum on the edge of the blade spread into the titanium. Oh yeah, because he's a creature of darkness. I mean, technically. Alright, you, uh... Yeah, we'll just kind of be like, ow. Alright, now, now cut off one of the Sasquatch arms. Liv, like, gets up and grimaces without one, one of his arms. <laughs> Just, okay. just so we're clear, I have pat I have charms and stuff that may be not frail like a normal human being. Why are you guys like this? It's fair. You do that. And then you know you... what, man? Look, you shoot laser beams out of your fingers. I, I can't I can't go into a fight with some big flesh monster and expect to just medicine it to death. I gotta take what I can get. When a buddy needs help, so you help some. Marcy's just, uh, before the arm gets chopped off, she's just gonna walk away and see if she can tend to the baby hodags if she's allowed and just not watch the crazy that's about to happen. Sure thing. Uh, Any other person would have been like, hey, you should probably look away, but Liv is remarkably insensitive. Uh, Britt, if you could roll me uh, Charisma and Animal Ken, and I will get back to you with that result. I hope you roll well, because I want to see you play with some babies. Okie dokie, I'm actually going to use uh, my excellency for animal kin, because I okay. can. <laughs> and I guess use his uh, his charm, um, the corpse graft technique, and... Uh, to give yourself a Sasquatch arm? Yeah, with one hand, with one arm, I'm going to sew a Sasquatch arm onto my arm stump. And that does flare my animal, that matters to you. Rick, did you just get 11 successes on fucking... Playing with baby hoed eggs? Maybe. Precious. It might have. Get something to you in just a second. Um, do you need to roll anything to attach the Sasquatch arm? 
I think it's just a normal medicine roll. All right, well, let's oh, see no. if that actually works for you. I'm going to spend a willpower. I'm spending a willpower. Aha. Not today, Satan. Okay, that's better. That's five success count, including okay. the automatic success. Wait, was that a medicine check? Yes. Yeah. You didn't fucking ruin I know, it? dude. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Okay, uh, so you go and uh, you give yourself a Sasquatch arm. Are you going to do anything else before I get to Brit with the Hodags? Hey guys, how much help do we need for this final fight? A lot. Since All I the couldn't... help we can get, right? Yeah. I might be one more minute. Are you gonna and switch I'm going out? to switch out? I want to say this name because it's hilarious. I want to use one of the last powers that I have for the Necrosurgeon uh, Heraplee. Doctor, within the Oblivion, we are bre- breathless reanimator <laughs> to make a flesh mob out of the Sasquatch corpses. Is it going to listen to you? Uh, yes, yes, it will. Okay. I will get you those stats before next game for your uh, fleshcrafted mon- monstrosity of Sasquatches. Are you going to take care of it and feed it until we actually do attack this thing? I mean, I don't, does it need to eat? No, we're not really. Yeah, so no, I'm not. Where I'm gonna not going to take care of it. It's a mindless construct. Where are you going to keep it? Uh, I suppose in like, the trunk of the in the trunk of the Tokyo Drift. It, it, maybe it'll just like nap a lot, like dormant until I need it to go beat up some Zimizi. I mean, that would make sense. Or you open a portal and have it walk there through the Shadowlands and just wait. I could have it be watched by the Isokin kids. Oh yeah, they won't be horrified by this. Remember that time they uh, kidnapped an innocent med student and tried to force him to marry him? In their horror haunted house? You know what's fair. They've also been letting us use their place as a base of operation. So, uh, Britt, as you approach the Hodags with your great animal kin, Jeff Hodag, the leader of the Hodags... Bows in deference to your great animal animal handling skills, and allows you to pet and play with the baby hodags, as that you romp and touch the scaly bits of the the hodad the hodag children. Jeff is the hodad. Jeff yep. hodad moves over to you and puts a single horn against your forehead. As that he leans all twenty stories of of his pa- of his powerful form near you, but not hurting. And Brit, you hear in your head. You may not be a daughter of Wisconsin, but I, Jeff, am here to help. Simply say the word of power, Hodag, and I will be there to help in your hour of need. Oh my goodness. Hodag, I choose you! I'm going to close my eyes and just give him a a polite head nod and understanding. And then just look at him and just say, thank you. Alright, and that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Brendan, can I say one line to the Hodag before we go? Sure thing. I'm going to walk up to the Hodag and say, not in a Wisconsin accent, in a normal live voice. May the valleys of Cheddar be bound to be you. Kindred spirit of Wisconsin. <laughs> and the Hodag will reply back to you. 
Isn't it beautiful? It is precious. Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and leave a review where you can. The feedback only helps us make this show better, after all. Plus, doing those things helps appease the mighty algorithm. All hail the algorithm! If you'd like to see what we're up to or get sneak peeks at upcoming content, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost. The theme song for this episode is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crux. Other music in this episode was provided by Alexander Nakarada, Kevin McLeod, Raphael Crux, and finally, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice.